0: Well hello there, this is very bizarre, I am currently flying solo and I think this might be my first ever solo um, podcast that I've done for the public, I do do some solo ones for um, the people that we work with in Body, Brain, Belief but I don't think I've ever done a solo one for um, all you guys and it feels a little strange to be doing this on my own so bear with but the reason I've kicked Phil out, in fact, Phil kicked me out, and he was like, I don't feel like I can talk about this, is, um, I actually got a question on Instagram, we love questions, always send you questions, and um, this was from Naomi, and she said, hi Jen, hope you and the babies are well, I wondered if you and Phil have done a podcast on PMDD, as I remember you saying that you would suffer with it. Now, PMDD, for those of you who don't know, is called Premenstrual Dysphoric Disorder, and basically what it is, is a very severe form of premenstrual syndrome, so PMS, as you might all have heard of it before. And what happens when you have PMDD is, and I'm taking this information directly from the MIND website, um, but it is a range of emotional and physical symptoms every month during the week or two before your period. Basically, it's like severe PMS, but (laughs) The thing that makes PMDD that little bit more difficult is it makes it more challenging to access your everyday life, whether that be around work, whether it be with friends or um, in your relationships. And just to kind of um, be super clear on this one, um, it can lead to suicidal thoughts. So it's it was really, really interesting actually how I found out about how I had this. It was actually a client who started working with us who said... Um, I've got PMDD now obviously if I've never heard of something before I go away and I research that to figure out how I can best support that person Um, and literally reading through the symptoms of PMDD was like someone had just switched a light bulb on in my head it was like someone had just told me I was normal and that everything that I've been struggling with for my entire life wasn't just because I was broken in some way it was It was just such a relief when I read through and realised that there was something that was causing how I was feeling every single month and it was just mind-blowingly overwhelming. Now what I'm going to talk about today, obviously is PMD specifically because I've been asked about this, but a lot of the strategies that I use, oh that's an alarm because I don't forget, um, I forget things if I don't set alarms, Um, but what... um, The the strategies that I'm going to talk about that I used to to help me manage my PMDD today are actually really useful strategies if you struggle just generally with PMS. So if that time around um, your period is really challenging for you right now, this podcast is going to be really helpful for you. So yes, you might learn something um, about PMDD. Um, I've had a few clients since speaking about this. One client in particular springs to mind who quite literally like really 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 severely struggled with this and and we we came to the conclusion that periods were really tied into her mental health and she actually went and got the support she needed for that and and it has completely transformed things for her so um if this is something that you feel like you might have it's definitely worth finding out and and figuring that out for yourself even if it isn't PMDD and you do know that you struggle around your cycle then this is worthwhile doing now PMDD um some of the symptoms that you might experience it is different for different people so i'll kind of run through the generic ones like i say taken from mind website but i will also chat you through some how i experience it myself and um, so emotional experiences so things like mood swings feeling upset or tearful having a lack of energy less interesting activities that you normally enjoy feeling hopeless suicide fe- suicidal feelings feeling angry or irritable feeling anxious, feeling tense or on edge, feeling overwhelmed or out of control and difficulty concentrating, and then physical and behavioural experiences, so things like breast tenderness or swelling, pain in your muscles or joints, headaches, feeling bloated, changing your appetite such as overeating or having specific food cravings, sleep problems, increased anger or conflict with people around you and becoming very upset if you feel that others are rejecting you. Um, And it was really interesting actually when I, um, obviously I've recently been pregnant with the twins and I experienced zero symptoms the whole time because obviously my um, periods went and it was probably the most calm and stable I felt mentally in as long as I can ever remember, Um, probably when my cycle started to be honest, Um, but because it is linked to being super sensitive to the hormonal changes that happen in your body um, and because of the changes that happen with your mental health things like depression suicidal feelings anxiety it is classed as a mental health problem um which i thought was really really interesting and um, so it might be that you if you take start to take note of this maybe something that you've never realized before is that your mental health struggles could potentially be linked to your cycle obviously it's not a one-size-fits-all but personally for myself the things that I remember standing out to me and being like wow and then the things that when I started exploring it and um, became a little bit more clear to me so I feel like there was a few things that stood out initially but then like as I started exploring it more I started to notice that actually there was other things that were happening that I hadn't realized that were linked to my cycle that I was just kind of like passing off as um just a part of who I was but not realizing that they weren't there every part of the month um so it's kind of the, the two weeks pre-period um, that, that I experienced it and and it was for me, anger was a big one, real anger and irritability with like the people around me, quite snappy, quick to react but to quite an extreme level in comparison to my normal who I am um. Low mood, really, really struggling to regulate my mood. Massive dips in my energy. And I mean really, really big dips in my energy and a a, a need for an increased need for sleep, but quite a lot. I'm talking like hours more sleep needed um, around that time of the month. Really, really intense anxiety. So I'm, I am I managed to manage my anxiety mostly um, at other times of the month, but around that time of the month was really difficult. Uh, really bad concentration muddling things up when I was speaking. I remember actually um, when I was teaching one of my TA's saying to me, like comment on the fact that I got so much stuff muddled up and she's like is it not a hormone thing and at the time I just kind of brushed it off but it, that comment really came back to me when I found out about this and it was um really interesting and um, really bizarre one feeling like I wanted to break up with Phil and then my period come and I'd be like what on earth was I thinking what a stupid thought why on earth would I even consider that and um, but yeah this really intense feeling like I wanted to break up with Phil and that like things weren't working and really really sensitive to criticism so if anybody said anything like I would take it so personally and really really internalize it Uh, massive changes in my appetite so way 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 more hungry than normal and eating quite a lot more than normal uh, times of the month and then the big one for me was feeling that i just couldn't cope with day-to-day life in the term that everything felt really really overwhelming when actually nothing had necessarily changed from like one day to the next like nothing necessarily ramped up i just didn't feel like i could manage um everything that was going on and um, so for me when i kind of um found out about this i I actually read a book called Period Power, which helped me uh, or introduced me to this idea of uh, period tracking. And this is how I got my diagnosis for um, PMDD. And what I did was each day of the month, I just made a note of all kinds of different things related to like physical symptoms, emotional symptoms, how I was feeling, um, things that helped, things that didn't help. And I just committed to that every single day for, I think I did it for six months now. I think if you want to take it to the doctors, it's two to three months they usually ask for. Um, cause this is part of the diagnos- pro- di- diagn diagnosing process is, um, actually taking the diary and, and sharing how the, the, the changes impact you across the month. Um, so i actually did like i say for quite a long time and what i found worked really nicely was i started so day one being the first day of your bleeding on your period i started writing down my symptoms on day one day two day three and i would have a deep um a separate page for each um day and obviously when i started bleeding i go back to day one and write underneath that so what it helped me to do was look at right is there any common themes with um, day one in my cycle? Is there common themes with day two in my cycle, day three, et cetera, et cetera. And actually what I noticed was there was certain days that I would find more difficult than others. Certain days that I knew actually I'd be full of energy, feeling really great and could take on anything and was more able to cope with things. And certain days were like my really dark days. So I was able to, to spot patterns across my month and this was the the biggest thing that I have implemented into my life to help me manage it, um, PMDD, and this is one that if if I find clients are struggling with um, symptoms around the period, struggling with consistency around the period, this is one that I always suggest that we look at, and it is just starting to understand yourself in a way that you never have before, one of our values of body-brain belief, and really start to see what happens for you around your cycle and how it impacts you. Because the thing that we can do then is use that information and plan. So I would always plan my weeks and I'd look at, right, okay, where about in my cycle am I now? What week am I coming into? What am I typically going to be feeling? And I think the key thing with this part here is that we don't expect it to happen just because it normally does it's just going in with that like okay I'm just going to take the month of it as it is or take this week as it is or take this day as it is but I know that I might just need to keep my eye out in case this this and this happens because typically I do sometimes feel like this quite commonly around this part but it's not set in stone and um, so being able to understand you and how it impacts you is the key part to this and, and, and really being able to plan for that and plan for, so say for example, I know that certain parts of my cycle I, I don't really, or I can't manage taking on big jobs um, when I'm doing things at work, I need like short jobs that have an endpoint because that's where I feel I can cope the best and I plan like bigger projects for a time when I've got more headspace and I'm not... um panicking about things as much and things like that and um, and and saving certain conversations for certain times of the month and things things that will are going to benefit me and those around me and um, when i factor in thought how i'm feeling that week i would also say that the so that's the, the biggest thing i would say that i've managed i've done to manage my pmdd the next two things are slightly smaller but just as important so another really 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 great one was communicating the changes and my needs around certain times of the month with Phil because the people that we live with are the people that feel the impact of this the most and I actually created a whole alter ego for my period and I will not share the name just because um she's a bit of a Female dog, um, and <laughs> so she that's who we refer to as because she feels like an alter ego, she doesn't feel like me, she feels like somebody else who comes in at the time of the month and takes over my brain, is how it feels like. And um, but being able to speak to Phil about what how I might change and what I need when I'm feeling like that was really important for me because. That person is in our environment more than anyone else and it can be really challenging for that person to know how to help or it can be really frustrating particularly when there's anger directed towards them or things that maybe they don't feel like a you in in some way so I remember I had like uh, common themes from my cycles around 28 days. So I had day one to 28 and I'd written like on that page, common themes of like, right, okay, typically on this day, I feel like this and this day I feel like this. And then Phil just had a copy of it. And I would share with him where I was at at the beginning of the week. So he could get a rough idea of of what to expect (laughs) for want of a better phrase. But it's just really important for those people around you to, understand what's going on and, and know how they can help you you have being really clear on that and just saying like actually do you know like if I do snap at you just give me a little bit more space like to just catch myself because I find it really difficult or like I really struggle making decisions at this time of the month could you just take take over that a little bit and and maybe plan the foods for that week that's something that we did like I didn't plan the foods on that week I know I have another client who um she has a set couple of weeks worth of food plan for around that time of the month so she doesn't have to think about it she just has that those meals and has a shop ready um to go because she knows she struggles with decision making when it's around that time of the month so it's figuring out what works for you and then sharing that with other people so that they can support you with it and then the third thing is vitamins so there's got actually quite a few vitamins that um can help so um b6 vitamin uh, has been shown to help um there's no kind of scientific evidence but there's a lot of anecdotal evidence which means a lot of people have taken it and um have seen positive results but there's no specifics evidence supporting it i personally am in one of those people and it's called agnus castus which is from the chaseberry plant but it can be known as um i said agnus i don't i don't actually know to say agnus agnus is what it is C-A- castus um and or it can be known as vitex as well um that one i think really really helped me with the irritability and the anger side of things like massively notice a difference when i'm not having that um and then calcium carbonate and um, there's also evidence for things like magnesium and zinc and vitamin c but they're kind of like helping you with um other things like uh, sleep overall health things like that that will have an impact on your general management of um, around your cycle. But there are other things as well. So personally, I, I decided to manage through my lifestyle. So like I say, I plan, I know how it impacts me. I plan for that in my week. Um, and I know where I'm at in my cycle at all times. So I can factor in for that. Um, I look after myself throughout my general lifestyle. I've also had like quite a lot of counselling in the past. So that when I do feel that intense anxiety or that low mood do- uh, drop in, I've got the tools in my toolkit for that um, to help me with it. So that is how I manage it now. Um, there are other things that um, I know other people use. I know the client who told me about it. She took antidepressants. Um, now, you don't have to take those for the entire month. I spoke to my doctor about this, and he was saying that um, you just take them for around like 10 days around your cycle, that time of your cycle, uh, and it just can help manage the mood if that's the, the big one for you because it can be for a lot of people, that low mood. Um but um, and I have another client who's gone down hormone replacement therapy uh, route, I have other people who use the pill to manage it, um, but taking control of your general lifestyle, so things like sleep, diet, exercise, managing your well-being and stress and alcohol uh, monitoring alcohol and smoking things like that can have a really really huge impact on this um so there's many different ways that you can go about it and if you do think that you have it um absolutely have start start that diarrhea start to monitor it because that's the, the the first point that you would that the doctors would ask for anyway um and then have that conversation um but if if you go to your doctors and find that you aren't met with the answers you want or felt you needed all the support you want or needed don't be afraid to to try a different doctor or ask for someone who specializes in hormone health or gynecology or Find that find that person who is going to help you. Because I was lucky in that I had a really, really fabulous doctor who knew all about it when I spoke to him because he specialised in hormone health. So I was super lucky. I've had other clients who've dropped on lucky, but I've also had other clients who've been met with not the best support around this. So if you do feel like you get knocked back, get knocked back or don't get the support that you want, don't get disheartened with that. um And if you want to chat about any of it, then please feel free because... I know just how much this was impacting my life uh, before I understood what was going on for me and it does take time and commitment to understand and log the periods and, and figure out what works for you but the quality of my lifestyle since I've done this has been like tenfold. I can't explain how much better my life is since. Um, I think I, I am currently thinking about exploring it even further Um and just because I realised there is another level above that, because pregnancy showed me that there was another level above that where life is even calmer. Um, so I am considering looking at other methods of treating this at the moment. Um, but yeah, it's it's it can be really really challenging to manage that up and down of your month, PMDD or not. Like if if you really feel have that severe PMS even if it's not hitting that pmdd category it can be hard so um my biggest advice would be to understand yourself understand you and how your periods impact you so that you can create a plan that works for you and if you do want any support with that um, i'm always open to uh, chatting with people about how our coaching can support you through building some strategies for looking after your you your lifestyle to help with this and also supporting you through creating your own little diary and helping you spot patterns as well so just pop me a message um, if you want or if you've got any other questions for me and Phil to answer on the podcast um, I've not got him with me today so we've not gotten on the spot question. so I feel like I need to ask myself an on the spot question, it doesn't quite work like that does it so you'll have to wait till next week <laughs> for your late installment of on the spot where we will both be back um and it's probably much more comical when phil's around because i'm a bit more boring um so no i shouldn't speak negatively about myself like that should i i bounce off phil really well we'll go with that (laughs) i hope you all have a fabulous week and i'll speak to you soon